0: Danny Morang, everybody, um, with 108 The Fan, also a podcaster with the Portland Blazers as they get into town to take on the Warriors tonight. Right, you're not going to cry on this show, are you, Danny? Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think it's that time of year.
1: I've got a... Uh a massive
0: surgery on Thursday. I'm saving my tears for that. Oh gosh. Well, God, yeah. Bless <laughs> you, man. I hope. Uh, I hope everything goes okay. Uh, we're hoping that the Warriors do some surgery on the Blazers tonight. But uh, 71 points. What? 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 Like we know what, we're having an interesting conversation earlier. Our morning show sort of started this this idea of where to place Dame Lillard historically, and a fascinating comparison between his career and Clay Thompson's sort of started based on this idea that Dame Dame feels like a true one, but he also feels like that guy that, that, that is never going to achieve what the ones need to do because he's up there in Portland. Like how how would you answer that question? How would you compare the career of Dame Willard and Clay Thompson?
1: I, I look at Dame as as definitely more of a of a one just because of the shot creation and the the stuff that's put on him and it Clay's incredible in his own, you know, Hall of Fame career. Uh, the thing about Damien, this is frustrating because I've watched every second of his career and I've talked to him about legacy and all this stuff, is that the best player he's ever played with is LaMarcus Aldridge, and that was eight years ago. And that kind of changes how you discuss Damian Lillard and what they've done or what they haven't done uh, in pursuit of putting you know guys around him and giving them those opportunities. And um, and to be honest, I think that if they don't make that, that move here this summer, um, we can be talking about a, a legacy very differently very very soon.
2: And in terms of making that move, is it the sense in Portland that Damian Lillard is there to stay? Other than last offseason where there were some overtures that maybe he wanted to go elsewhere, do you get the sense that he wants to be a Blazer for life?
1: I mean, I, I've talked to him about this a thousand times, and he... He's he's built a, a basically a castle here, uh, and I'm not even I'm kidding. His you know his whole family's here. His what, whatever happens, if they don't put the right guys around him, and eventually he goes somewhere, whether it's you know back home to the Bay or uh, to Utah to where you know where he played at Weaver State, you know, or anywhere else, he'll always live here when it's all said and done. But I I do think that the Blazers are going to try their absolute best to put the uh, chance of a team around him, and I think that they're going to try to do that this summer. Um, If they aren't able to do that, I still think that he wants to be here, but I think if he has to go another year where it's, they're just okay, I think that there might be a little bit of difference. I think there might be a little bit of pressure, um, not from his agent, not from, Uh, anyone else. I think it might change for him, but for him right now, there's no place he's going to be outside of Portland. He genuinely loves it here. No matter how many times people say you need to go chase this or go after this or do it this way. The one thing he always tells me is those other people don't have to live with those choices. I do. And so for me, I'm okay being here.
0: Danny Morang, 108, the fan in Portland as the Blazers come to town tonight. Danny, we have urgency around these games that that, that we don't normally get in February in the NBA because of the long jam in the West. So, let's just nuts and bolts this game tonight and and tell us the state of the Blazers and what the Warriors are up against tonight.
1: It's been really interesting just because both
0: teams are missing key pieces,
1: right? Uh, The Blazers without use of Nurkic, don't have any real size. Um, Drew Eubanks, you know, he's He's a good kind of a try-hard, lunch-pail guy, but he's yeah 6'10", closer to 6'9", doesn't, isn't the, uh, the best rim protector on the face of the planet. But the flip side of that is the Warriors take the least amount of shots at the rim. Um, so it's, it's kind of this contrast in styles. Both teams obviously love to get threes up, um, but also the Blazers aren't going to have Anthony Simons. and So you're going to see kind of a different version. Uh, the 71-point Damian Lillard was, you know, partly Dame doing what he does post-All-Star break, which is go absolutely insane, but also partly necessary. Uh, Andrew Simons is a guy who's, you know, 22 a game. Uh, they're, they're primary creator outside of Damian Lillard. So a lot of the offensive creation burden is going to fall on Dame because what they're going to do is they're going to stagger uh, Damian Lillard and Jeremy Grant. Because without one of them on the floor, the offense suffers just so drastically. So, um... How they go about it and and how they end up attacking the Warriors is going to be really interesting because they've got some guys in Portland now in Matisse Dybul and Cam Reddish who they're significantly bigger, longer, more athletic. But how they fit into things after picking them up at the trade deadline, the Blazers
2: are still trying to figure it out. I'm glad you mentioned the trade deadline because the Warriors and Blazers were connected in Gary Payton II coming back to the Bay Area. What is the Portland take in terms of GP2 and him being damaged goods? How was he able to be activated and healthy enough to play, and then now he's injured again, Danny? The thing that I come back to is it sounds like there's a difference
1: of opinion between two medical teams. Um I, uh, you know, the reporting that came out of the Bay, I'll say it flat out, the guys that did it was shoddy. Um, they didn't make a single phone call to the Trailblazers. They didn't make a single phone call to anybody uh, that comes out that they weren't shooting them full of Toradol. They weren't forcing them on the court. Uh, and two other guys in Portland, uh, you know, came to, came to this, uh, had the exact same surgery, with the exact same surgical staff, the exact same rehab team, and the exact same uh, physicians that were on site in Portland. Um, that being Damian Lillard and year Little. It's uh, kind of a bulk discount that everybody got, I guess, this summer, having the same core surgery. Um, the Blazers were, if anything, about as hands-off with Gary as they could be. Uh, repeatedly throughout the season, from the opening day, uh, media day, all the way into late December, uh, all Chauncey Billups kept telling us was, hey, Gary can play whenever he wants to play. It's, all, it's It's up to him. It's up to him. It's up to him. And, you know, we got updates that maybe ready maybe in October. Then around uh, early November. Then it was Thanksgiving. And then it was Christmas. And then it was the end of December. And uh, it was all just really confusing because when he finally got out on the floor, he performed. He was impactful. I don't want to say his, his first game he got out there, I think he had, I think he had four steals, knocked down like two or three corner threes. He was just incredibly impactful in about 15, 16 minutes of action. And uh, how that whole thing ended up going uh, in the long run uh, with how things were reported and and what did and didn't happen and how the Warriors viewed things, it's all really ugly, uh, to be totally honest. And I don't think that whole situation is done. I'm going to be really interested to see what the league does or doesn't do either publicly or behind the scenes with how that whole thing was Kind of uh, unravel.
0: Yeah, yeah, Danny. Doesn't it, does it feel like you think in the end the Blazers get some sort of a fine?
1: I don't. Huh. When it's when it's all said and done, I don't. It, 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 I don't think anything is going to happen.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Right. shady
2: from our side of it. Just just so you know, I mean, the guy plays. However, he was able to play, and he comes here and he's hurt. It feels like from a Warrior fan standpoint that they got duped.
1: Yeah, I mean, I get that part of it, uh, as far as how that goes. Well, the flip side of it is, and what kind of, I think, came out of the organization here was, you know, you played him in the playoffs on that same exact injury that he had surgery on. So, <laughs> it's uh, it, it, it definitely sounds like, um, from, the, from the Portland fan side of things, number one, sour grapes, number two, uh, the reporting side of it being so salacious and inaccurate at the same time, um, and not even accurate, Bl- blat- just blatantly false. Um, from the athletic reporting, um, had a lot of people here incredibly upset because of how it painted the, the medical staff. Um, and it's, uh, and like I said, it's ugly. It's it's really interesting to see how this all ends up. The the interesting thing about this for me is the timeline side of this. How he was going to be out for two to three months, and now he's being reevaluated a month. Um, whether or not he plays this season, I think that's going to be kind of the... I don't want to see the, the the flag planting of, of how bad or he was or wasn't injured or how different medical staffs view it. I think that's going to be interesting to see when he does or if he does play this season.
0: Yeah. Danny, I guess, I mean, it's more about disclosure than anything else, right? I mean, your your thought that he played through this same injury last year, sure, that was the playoffs, you're going to force things. I don't think anybody with the Warriors is worried that the Blazers played him this year. Um, it's, it's about disclosure in trade talks, no? Yeah, no, 100%. And from the folks that I've talked to, they've all said that, you know,
1: they disclosed everything that was supposed to be there, and everything that was in the medical records was there. Huh. Uh, because that, because that's the that's the part of this is the disclosure. Everything's in the the uh, the medical records database. And now, if the Blazers didn't do that, because I have been told that all the records were all there and all the data was all there, if they didn't do that, then the league will hammer the Blazers. Yeah, there's no doubt about it.
0: Yeah, Danny, uh really good information, man. Uh, thanks so much for hopping on today. Hey,
1: anytime guys, y'all take care.